0: Today is April 11th. In 1957, Britain agreed to a Singapore self-rule. The British government allowed the island colony of Singapore to govern itself under a new constitution agreed in London. The Singapore Constitutional Conference ended today after four weeks of talks when the Chief Minister of Singapore, Lim Yuhak, and Alan Lennox Boyd, Secretary of State for the Colonies, signed an agreement. The constitution comes into effect sometime after the 1st of January, 1958, when the colony will be known as the State of Singapore. Britain will remain in charge of external affairs and defense. There was, however, one major precondition that Singapore delegation would not agree to. That persons known to have been engaged in subversive activity would be barred from standing for legislative assembly. This demand is aimed at excluding extremist left-wing activists in the People's Action Party, the PAP, some of whom have been detained for inciting anti-British riots last year. At the signing ceremony at Lancaster House, Mr. Lim rejected this demand as a departure from normal democratic practice, but agreed to put it before the Legislative Assembly. Under self-government, the office of governor will be abolished and replaced with a Malayan-born representative of the Queen, known as the Yang de Pertan Negara an internal security council preventing subversion is to be set up under the chairmanship of the UK commissioner charged with safeguarding British affairs in the territory. Last April, David Marshall, first Chief Minister of Singapore, led a delegation to London to ask for internal self-government with the aim of achieving independence or Merdeka in Malay. The talks failed and as a result, Mr. Marshall resigned as Chief Minister last June and he succeeded by Lim Yuhak. On Palm Sunday, In 1965, Indiana was one of six Midwest states to be raked by deadly tornadoes. In all, 47 tornadoes killed 271 people and injured over 1,500. This is the fourth deadliest tornado outbreak in the U.S. history to date and is deadliest of all Indiana outbreaks. In Indiana, 137 people were killed and over 1,200 were injured by 10 tornadoes during the late afternoon and early evening hours that day. One of the most violent tornadoes occurred at Midway Trailer Court near Goshen. A second tornado struck minutes later near the Goshen at the Rainbow Lake. Another tornado formed just south of South Bend and tracked just south of Elkhart. This tornado killed 45 in the town of Dunlap, and 33 of those killed were at a trailer park. Other northern Indiana locations hit by tornadoes included La Paz, Coontz Lake, Wyatt, Wakarusa, and Wanata. At least four tornadoes swept through central Indiana during the evening between Indianapolis, Lafayette, and Fort Wayne. One touched down just southeast of Lafayette and moved near Moran. Another formed near Middle Fork, destroyed much of Russiaville and Alto and passed across the southern part of Kokomo, through Greentown and into southern parts of Marion, before dissipating near Arcana. The tornado reformed near Roll and passed through Burn before leaving Indiana. Multiple tornadoes were seen near Kokomo, Marion, and Byrne. The last tornado struck just southeast of Crawfordsville, moved north of Lebanon, and through Sheridan before it lifted between Cicero and Arcadia. All these tornadoes occurred during the late afternoon and early evening on a balmy Palm Sunday. Tornado watches or tornado forecasts, as they were called at the time, were well in advance. Tornado warnings were also considered excellent. Many people did not receive the warnings because they were outside. In 1970, NASA launched Apollo 13, America's third manned moon landing mission from Cape Kennedy, Florida. Today, two days after launch, an oxygen tank on the spacecraft exploded, forcing the astronauts to abandon their mission. Although they had only a small supply of oxygen, water, and power, the Apollo 13 crew managed to safely return to Earth in the spaceship's lunar module. This is an excerpt from Britannica.com. Apollo 13 U.S. spaceflight launched on April 11, 1970, that suffered an oxygen tank explosion en route to the moon. Threatening the lives of the three astronauts, Commander Jim Lovell, Lunar Module Pilot Fred Hayes, and Command Module Pilot Jack Swigert. Apollo 13 was launched from Cape Kennedy, Florida by a giant Saturn V launch vehicle, and only minutes later was inserted into orbit around Earth. About two and a half hours after launch, the still-attached s third stage was reignited to provide the final boost toward the moon. The transposition maneuver, removing the lunar module codenamed Aquarius from the SIVB adapter, was carried out efficiently and soon Apollo 13 was coasting toward the moon on a path so accurate that the first planned course adjustment was canceled. Later in the mission, the craft underwent a hybrid transfer maneuver to facilitate landing in the difficult Fra Mauro region of the moon. To do this, the service module's propulsion system provided a 4.6 meter per second velocity change designed to lower the command module's closest approach to the moon from 389 km around 242 miles to 109 km 68 miles and placed the craft on a non-free return trajectory. This meant that n- should no further propulsive maneuver be made during the flight, the craft would not swing around the moon and return directly to Earth on a free return trajectory, but instead would miss Earth by 4,750 mi- kilometers, or a roughly 3,000 miles. However, a shift back to a free return trajectory was within capability of both service module propulsion system and the lunar module descent stage propulsion system, so accurate was the hybrid transfer that a scheduled course correction was canceled. On April 12th, the day after the launch passed without incident, early on the evening of April 13th, the after astronauts pressurized the lunar module Aquarius and Lovell and Hayes passed from the command module Odyssey through the connecting tunnel while checking all systems for the forthcoming landing. Suddenly, as Lovell was moving through the tunnel on his way back from Aquarius to Odyssey, a loud explosion was heard. All three astronauts quickly gathered in Odyssey to study the instruments in an effort to determine what had happened. Noting that one of the main electrical systems aboard was degrading, Hayes and Lovell radioed the information to Mission Control in Houston, quickly turning a routine flight into one of the most exciting episodes in space history. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Singapore gains self-rule from the British at news.bbc.co.uk The Palm Sunday Tornadoes at weather.gov And NASA's Apollo 13 at Britannica.com